Hello, my most wonderful patrons of all. Are you ready for short story number seven? Because here it is, and it's called Bad Eggs. Here goes. Don't worry, girl. I never let the bad eggs out. What's your name? As full-time resident of Puppy Palace Boarding Kennel, Tank made all the important decisions at night. He opened the newcomer's cage door with a flick of his mastiff nose. Really, Tank? She don't speak no English. Check her out. Pure German shepherd. And a real looker, too. I'll have you know, you pretentious little shih tzu, my English is quite better than yours. She turned her attention to Tank. My person calls me Greta. Stepping from her confines, she turned her tail on Sheldon, who routinely spoke and acted without thinking. Now, now, pretty lady, don't go getting all breedist on me. Didn't mean nothing bad. Just figured you might not understand. That's all. Sheldon licked something sticky off his underside. Help me down, would you, dear? Sunny, resplendent in her red, ever-ready casing, allowed Tank to lift her from a metal wall mount. Brushing off a droplet of Tank's slobber, she sashayed over to the new boarder who appeared unperturbed by the walking, talking flashlight. Just don't shine your beam in her eyes. We hate it when you do that, don't we, guys? Bruno, a goofy boxer, stepped out of Sunny's way. Yes, almost as much as we hate the frequency of your flatulence said Chauncey, an overweight chihuahua, and they all howled. All but one lean bulldog, futilely attempting to escape his locked cage. All right, boys, that's enough nonsense. Although Sunny appeared shiny and new, she sounded like an ancient grandmother. Her batteries were running low. Don't worry about that one, dear, Sonny told Greta, indicating the bulldog. He'll be gone in the morning. I I don't understand, Greta sat demurely, attentive to the flashlight. She's a witch, the bulldog barked. I shouldn't be here. I'm a man. I'm not a dog. Let me out of here. For the love of... Silence! Sonny aimed her beam directly into the bulldog's eyes, and he cowered in the corner of his cage. Allow me to enlighten you, Greta. Good one, Sonny. Sheldon panted a ha-ha, but Sonny didn't miss a beat. There are people out there unworthy of their companions. You're one of the luckies. I sensed it from the moment your person brought you here. Yes, I love my person. She cried when she left me, but she'll return with wonderful treats. That one, however, did not deserve the companion he brought here weeks ago. He was, indeed, a man. A very bad man. Tell her about the old switcheroo, Sonny. Tell her. 
Sheldon pranced in a circle, and Sonny looked at him with patient exhaustion. I told you I'm a man. Get me out of here. I'm... The bulldog stopped under Sonny's glare. You see, Sonny continued, Puppy Palace patrons are generally good people. It's our responsibility to ensure resident companions are healthy and safe. So when we get a bad egg patron, as Tank calls them, we're bound to release the companion from their person. Tank alerted to his name and explained further. Sonny's pretty bright. Good one, Tank. And when she senses an abused companion, she gives us a signal. Two flashes of her beam means there's a bad egg. We create a ruckus and I distract my person for just a moment. That's all it takes for Sonny to work her spell. The old switcheroo! Sheldon danced on hind legs. Person becomes companion, companion becomes person and is set free. The spell wears off the companion once they're out the door. And they almost always find another person, a good person. Even stinkers like Bruno. Ain't that right, buddy? Yeah. Bruno farted and settled back on his bed. He had a new person now, but scars from his old person still haunted him. He instinctively avoided the bulldog's cage and trembled whenever a bad egg happened by. Aw, don't be like that, Bruno. Come out and play. Let's teach Greta here the ropes. Sheldon nudged him from his bed. The companions shared stories of their people and frolicked around the palace until dawn. They pretended not to hear the growls and threats and cage-rattling in the sleeping room. Back to your places, everyone. They're here. Tank ensured all was in order, just as a key turned in the lock. I don't understand it either. Tank's person spoke to a uniformed person carrying a long pole with a loop at the end. Doesn't happen very often, but it always ends the same way. People board a nasty dog and don't come back, and I can't contact them. Funny thing is, they leave their cars here, too. And look at him. No one will adopt him. Never thought dogs could be hateful, but look at those eyes. And he never stops growling. I'm not growling. I'm talking to you, you moron. Can't you hear me? The bulldog raced around his cage, jumping at the bars in an attempt to escape. And you dogs will never get away with this. Once I'm free, I'll have you all put down. This'll make him stop, said the uniform as he snared the frothing dog and tightened the choke. Maybe you'll have it better in your next life. Tank told the brute before meandering outside to do his business. He watched as the uniform struggled to crate the snarling bulldog in the back of a truck. When Tank returned to the palace, he carried Sonny gently to his person, who ruffled his fur and scratched his rump. Time for new batteries again? Tank's person switched Sonny off and on. I don't know how you know these things, but thanks, buddy. You're a good boy. Tank had mixed feelings about his role in making bad eggs disappear and would worry until the bulldog returned with a new person, 
but only for as long as it would take before the next squirrel would race across his path, because good boys chase squirrels, too. (laughs) That ends my story, Bad Eggs, and I'll tell you a little bit about my inspiration for the story. It was another one of those flash fiction challenges, and the challenge had us use the genre fantasy, thus the talking animals and flashlight and such. And the location had to be a dog boarding kennel. And we had to have an item in it that was a flashlight. Thus my my fantasy flashlight. And I, I actually envisioned the, the teapot, the, the dancing talking teapot in one of the Disney films. Was it Beauty and the Beast or one of those, one of those films? <laughs> anyway, I had a lot of fun writing this one. And I hope you enjoyed listening. Next month, I know what I'm going to do my short story on. And it's going to be probably a little bit darker. I wanted to do something fun with this month because a lot of my short stories tend to be dark. But uh, yeah, next month, I'm going to do something different again with some other strange items that I'm going to build a story around. And it might be a little bit longer than this one. It probably will be. So until next month. I will be writing vigorously. I'm working on book three of Water White, and I'm going to participate in NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, which starts November 1st. It's a challenge to write 50,000 words in 30 days. I used that to complete my first novel, Miss, back in 2012, I think was my first NaNoWriMo. So thank you all so very much for your continued patronage, and I hope you you enjoyed this silly little short story. Bye.